Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. Yeah. Also available wherever podcasts can be found. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Do you want to hear the show ad-free? You can do that on the Patreon. Right there, you can import your RSS feed. Uh, the Patreon actually gives you an RSS feed. $1 a month gets you the show ad-free. You can bring that ad-free RSS feed into your favorite podcast app that isn't called Spotify, because Spotify doesn't offer that. What if I want all the ads? Do you, that's you don't have to pay anything. You, there's you don't have there's no Patreon level for that. Cool, it's free. It's just it's it's completely free. You awesome. just have to listen to ads. That's normal. That's just normal. And it's still supporting going in raw. It is. All we care about is that you enjoy the show. Really, in any way you enjoy it, odds are you'll be supporting the show in some capacity. Do you enjoy ads? Apparently, we've had some from uh, <laughs> we've had some ads on our show. From uh, some yeah. interests. Uh, well, it's not ideal, but... Uh, I mean, one day we'll have to write a thank you card to the Koch brothers, apparently. I don't think that's going <laughs> to happen. Don't think that's going to happen. Uh, you know, sadly, my friend, a part of that monthly paycheck we get uh, is some some of that money from the Koch brothers. <laughs> I hope you appreciate that fact. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, just don't think about it. That's what I do. Uh, we're also available... Uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh man, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll give some shout outs to the patrons. Okay, so here's the deal. Also, we have five bonus episodes of Going in Raw. Usually, they're around a half hour each, mm-hmm. uh, every single week. Uh, and at the five dollar a month Patreon mark, and at the YouTube channel member uh, mark, uh, if you click join, it's five dollars a month. You get all that bonus content. Yeah, yeah. As well, it's a really good deal. Uh, let's see here. We have a couple new, let's see here. Daniel Rios. We got a new patron. Thank you. I don't know if I mentioned, uh, I probably didn't Miller McGinn, another new patron and then AJ. Oh, they were during the show. So I want to say thanks to the patrons and then a couple new channel members, Stephen Cole. Thank you. And Kenneth 
Bilarajian. Thank you. Bilar by Bilarjian. Thank I you. Think. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ken, I hope I didn't mess up your name yeah, too bad. Apologies if that's thank you case, very much for your support. You, thank you. Thank you. Anyways, uh, before we get started on today's show, quick announcement also. Mm. We're going to be pushing this till the day of, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Friendo Fest. Friendo Fest 2019. Mm. Free Las Vegas, Tuscany, Casino, Tuscany Suites and Casino. Yeah. Friendo Fest. It's the first time before a live audience we will be doing our podcast, our show. A live studio audience. It's not in a studio. Well, you think of a phrase that encapsulates, encapsulates it more than a live audience because technically we're doing the show in front of a live, live audience right now. Okay. Well, the live in person audience. That sounds too much. That's like too much to say. Live in person audience. Well, a live studio audience makes it feel like really official, though. I wish it was in a studio. Film be before cool. a live studio audience. All right, we'll just say yeah, that from now on. Good. That's fine. I think that sounds great. I came up with the name Friendo Fest. You came up with the live studio audience. Oh, that's good. Yeah, let me handle the marketing for it. We'll be, we'll be in great shape. <laughs> Collaborative effort. Uh, in front of going in raw is filmed by for a live studio audience. For a live studio audience. Anyways, uh, and then a uh, big shout out. This is huge. The Tottenham Hotspurs. My team. We did it. Oh, my God. We did it. We did it. We're moving on to the finals. Of what? Champions League. Yeah, suck it. You thought I wasn't going to know. I'm not in that crappy Europa League. (laughs) Nope. Champions League, baby. Number one. We're taking on Liverpool's number one uh, uh, football club. Their FC. Yes. LFC, no way. Do you know who's a part owner of Liverpool FC? Uh, is it LeBron? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. I knew he was a part owner of some FC out there. We should try to become part owners of our own FC, Sacramento Republic FC. Don't think that's going to happen. Can't be that much. Can't be that expensive. Oh, they're they're going to try and get into MLS, so I'm sure their valuation They've just They've been trying up. that for so long. Yeah, it seems like it might actually happen this time. Very long time. It's quite. It's a. It's a pretty involved process. Yeah. Anyways, Wayne Maker. You hear Wayne Maker on Twitter yesterday. Uh, I feel bad because I have a voice here and he's just in chat. But uh, he said that he's going to be behind Liverpool in the Champions League final. All right. And but he's like an Arsenal fan. What is that? Who just switches teams? Right before the final, I'm guessing he just wants to. He wants Liverpool to win, so just to not deny you happiness. And I'm all, <laughs> I, I fully endorse that course of action. Anyways, enough of this soccer talk. Yeah, this isn't soccer podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, let's move on to talking about uh, wrestling. Wrestling is what we're here for. That's right. We're going to review three shows today, regardless of what you think. Uh, with my the new thumbnail, uh, I just figure you know what, man. Uh, we review all these shows, but trying to stick all the logos on the thumbnails. Now it's yeah, just straight tough. up NXT. Yeah, it's tough. It's NXT, NXT is, for the most part, the premier draw. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. That could be proven right. Uh, so anyways, NXT uh, 205 and, of course, NXT UK featuring a main event with Liverpool's number one. Oh, oh Alex C says uh, the Hotspurs are Arsenal's top rival. Remember, I, back in the day when we just randomly chose teams, mm-hmm. I chose Arsenal. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I guess Arsenal, yay. Well, you want to know why I'm a Hotspurs fan is because Wayne Maker told me that's like the closest team to where I used to live when I lived in England. Yeah, you as just a found kid. that out like a, month, a couple months ago. Yeah, which is totally fine. I didn't know. I didn't know. I don't know what I'm a home. I'm always a hometown person. Didn't know what my hometown was. 
He told me what it was. That's my team. They happen to be the best team, maybe even in history. Maybe, I don't know. Bigly things you'll, from that, man. You'll forget Bigly about it things. in like three months. You think I'll forget about it? Yeah. I do have a bad memory. What did you think of NXT last night? That was fun. There was a lot of really good matches uh, over the three shows. The main event on NXT was really good. It was cool seeing Raul Mendoza get a win. That was surprising. It was very surprising. That was shocking. The main event tag match for NXT UK was really good. Yeah, that was really good. And then the main event for uh, 205 Live was really good. Oh, the main event for 205 Live might have... Oh boy, I don't know. That that, Matt that Riddle, that Riddle match Cole match. Great. Adam Cole's... Man, he's operating at a whole different level now. He really is. Maybe needs to find a different finisher. Yeah. Doesn't really do a the, whole lot these really days. really be gleaned from his last two matches or so. Yeah. He needs to switch around his... Like, his signature used to be his finisher before NXT. Boy, this is confusing. Nikhil says, Larson, Arsenal can win Europa League to get to the Champions League. They need to win tonight to get to the final. There's too many leagues. I thought... Wait a second. I thought the Champions League was set. That's not going to be Hotspurs versus Liverpool? Or is that to get to the... What? We'll figure it out in, in Overrun. We'll figure all that out. I don't know what's going on. I hear things. I look at things. And I think I figured wait, out. Uh, in England, just the soccer don't league. Don't even listen. There's Premier League and that's stop. top. What's just, below Premier League? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't know. And it's Champions League, all the winners of the various leagues around Europe, and they compete for top champion of Europe. That's what I thought it was. I don't know, man. Anyways, can we just can we move on? Let's talk about this Roderick Strong situation. See, you guys in chat, you got it. Once he gets on a thing, he can't. He's not a multitasker, people. No, I am. Continue. You're not. No, don't. Come on, man. I don't want to get into it right now. Let's carry on. Roderick Strong, is he out or yay or nay on Undisputed Era? Oh, Champions League is all the European teams. Um, no. This has got to be a swerve, right? This is a huge swerve. It's and, be a swerve. and it almost guarantees Adam Cole is winning that title yeah, I hope so. at takeover at generic takeover 25 from, was it Bridgeport? Connecticut, no, yes. Connecticut. So true. I didn't watch the little interview with Triple H when, oh, he was, I didn't when they were like, hey. I don't even know where Bridgeport, Connecticut is. I mean, it's Connecticut. What is it, like 50 square miles? Yeah, it's not a large state. No, it's not. Let's look on the map here. How far away is it from what's the other place in Connecticut that's well, notable? How far is it from Sam- Stanford. Stanford, where we've been? Probably down the road. Yeah, it looks like it's just down the freeway a little bit. Yeah. This is pure convenience because Saudi Arabia. Oh, there's a McDonald's near it. That's cool. That's handy. Because, because Saudi Arabia probably switched the dates on them. Yeah. It was like, you know, we want it here, not there. And then they're like, oh, no, we were going to have... Takeover in San Jose for Steven Larson's convenience. Now we got to do it all the way near Stanford. So Stanford's here and Bridgeport's here. It's going to be at some high school gym. So it's like it looks like about an hour away, maybe. What's the capacity on the, what is it, the Weber Arena? Oh, I don't know. What is, is it that called? what it's called, the Weber Arena? I don't know. But yeah, no, I, I think that Adam Cole, Adam Cole's got to pick this up. Like, oh, swerves this big only happen with a title change. 10,000. Okay. Well, that's cool. Good for them. There's a picture of Are those it here. bleachers. No, there's tarped over because they're doing a monster truck rally. In this picture here. Okay. Can... There's the circus. Oh, boo on that. Those poor elephants. There's a basketball game. Another monster truck rally. Ooh, what is this? Frozen on ice. Mm, no. Oh, there's a concert. That's is that at the place really? Yeah, it looks a lot bigger than it was before. Actually, it looks smaller than a ten thousand seat. Oh, there you go. Here's a good shot of it. I'm Are kind they, of surprised it's ten thousand seat. How right about here. this? I haven't looked at any spoilers. That's a pretty 
relatively uh, intimate venue, it looks like. Anyways, what? I haven't looked at any spoilers, um, but I, I do kind of feel like this is going to lead to Adam Cole getting the title because of, like, Roderick Strong come out at the end of the match. Act like he's out there to screw Cole out of the title instead helps him. Now, the reciprocation of that should be Adam Cole helping him win. I know, oh, uh, Dijakovic, he's yeah, out. Yeah, he's, he, had, he had a torn meniscus. Torn meniscus, he's got surgery. I don't know how long it's gonna. he's going to be out. Depends on, well, if they just clipped it off, then it's like four to six weeks. I'm okay, well, he's going to be feasting his eyes on some TV yeah. from his couch. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so that's a bummer. Uh, but the undisputed, and on top of that, the tag division is crap. Um, don't, I'm not going to spoil what happens with that, but I mean, conceivably, conceivably at this point, and I don't think it's going to happen. They could be draped in gold by the end of the Bridgeport show. Entirely possible. It's conceivable. Yeah. And to be honest, it, I don't think they're getting called up anytime soon. You kind of need, here's, here's where they can, this is what I was thinking last night. Um, I think they need to play a little bit of hot potato with the NXT title. I think having Adam Cole get it for a couple months, maybe a couple takeovers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe Gargano tries to get it, you know, he gets it back or something, mm-hmm. uh, and back and forth. They're the two biggest acts right now. Gargano and the Undisputed Era yeah. are the two biggest acts. Uh, I think Matt they Riddle c- quickly on the rise. Oh, big time. They treated him like a star. Oh, he is a star. He is a star, but they also treated him like a star, yeah. which makes him a bigger star. Yeah. Uh, last night in that match. He yeah. kicked out of last shot, man. Well, everybody seemingly does that now. But that's sort of par for the course. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. And then I thought that, yeah, that match was probably tops. But man, coming close on its heels, maybe even uh, on the same level, Akira Tozawa versus Mike Kanellis really on good. 205. And, and the, the tag team main event for NXT UK was really good too. If anybody out there is watching this or listening to this and you haven't watched 205 Live, I understand. Uh, but... That being said, that main event, it was a no DQ. Oh, boy. That Hurricanrana from the top through the tables. Ow. To the bottom of the tables. Yeah, no, ow. Holy moly, that was good stuff. They've essentially made Mike Kanellis the most interesting jobber in all of wrestling. Yeah. He I think he's win a great. Match I think he's so good. Too. It's funny. His wife. Because we had, we had a conversation yesterday about, I think it was on Matt Chat, so it'll be on Sunday. Yeah about the nature of promos in the business. And Maria comes off as a bit, she's she's really good with what she does, but she also comes off as a bit, she doesn't come off as natural. She comes off like she's acting. Yeah. But it's it's in kind of a, it's it's effective. Well, here's the thing. But when Canellis Canellis's promo comes off as completely natural, yeah, and, yeah, and it, it's, yeah. it's really convincing. So here's the thing, like in, in Impact, what little I watch when, uh, Mike and Maria were there. I th- maybe because it was, I don't know if they script promos in Impact or not, but it seemed more genuine. Just the one they had for 205 this week for Mike and Maria, especially Maria's bit just felt really scripted. It felt very scripted. His bit kind of didn't though. And I don't know if it's because they gave him a little bit less to do and yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a less is more type approach. Yeah, yeah, I think it definitely was that. But I've really loved his work. Yeah. I think man, I I've for a while now I've thought that they were really really good and I think that they should have a bigger spotlight. I don't know if they will. I hope they will. Yeah. Um I mean I they, they just seem like a smackdown couple, man. I, they really do. Yeah, they they're they're a money couple. 
They really are. Now, uh, let's kick things off here with NXT. Show uh, started with Mia Yim taking on Bianca Belair. This is a fun match. This was a really fun match. They have I, really good chemistry in the ring. They have amazing chemistry, and all the, the shit talk between the two it's of really them good. was really good. I Even at one point, I think Moro stopped and said, we, we should just let them do the talking themselves. And because they were just yapping away at each mm-hmm. other. It was good. I really yeah, liked yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. I'm guessing this isn't the last we've seen of this feud because Bianca Belair won in a fairly creative manner, reversed a roll-up for Mia Yim into a roll-up her own, then used her her braid, Mm -hmm. kind of wrapped it around the middle rope for additional leverage. I like that. And got the win. There was like two, there was two. The first one, the the ref started yelling at her about using her hair, and then the second one she didn't catch, so she got the win. I like that because it kind of protects Mia Yim. Mm -hmm. I really like Mia Yim. Mm -hmm. I don't want her to be like glorified jobber. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm Mm-mm. I want her to get like title shots and stuff like that. Indeed. Um, After that, we had security cam footage. Yeah, of uh, War Raiders, Viking Raiders, War Machine, Viking Experience uh, leaving the Performance Center, and then uh, 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 Eric Rowe and Ivar Hansen. Jackson Riker pulls up in his his F one fifty. It was. That was a loaded F one fifty. Yeah, man. Too. That was the. I don't think it was the extended cab though. It was. That's oh, because was? that's where. Uh, that's where what's her face is hopped into. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. It was the extended Because <laughs> I was like, oh, are they gonna this literally crossed my mind. If this was the nineteen early nineteen eighties. They would hop in the bed. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But this you can't is twenty nineteen, man. You can't, you can't ride in the in the bed anymore. They they got into the in the extended cab. Extended cab, cab yeah. yeah. Uh Forgotten Sons Attack War Raiders. Uh yeah, that's pretty much it. It was yeah. It was not a vicious beatdown, but it was a beatdown nonetheless. Yeah, it was more of a gentle beatdown. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got a video of uh, Justin Duke and Marina Shafir uh, sparring at the Port Center. Shayna Baszler was overseeing it all. Yeah. And then uh, if in the in the far background, <laughs> she said, "Hold on." She said, "Okay, let's do two minutes." <laughs> I know. It just it didn't look very. They're convincing. jostling for position, kind of. It, but it, it was so awkward. It just didn't look. But convincing. the best part is like way in the background, you see Io Shirai sprint towards that ring. Yeah, slide in and just nail Shane in the back. Yeah, it was great. And then the and then every and then it's like a big scrum happens yeah. and a bunch of people coming. Casey Canzaro gets in there amongst other people to break. Yeah, it up. I couldn't figure. I was like, who is that right there? I just saw, uh, what's his face, uh, Robbie Brookside get in. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. ACH got in there. Yeah. Uh, and then Casey Kentonzaro was in there. Yeah. Yeah. All pulling him apart. Uh, next, we had uh, Raul Mendoza taking on the Riddick Regiment. The Riddick. So what did you think about the Riddick Regiment? Was it, as he tweeted out, an impressive debut? I mean, I mean he lost. <laughs> Not that impressive. Oh, man. Like, I kind of chuckled. Moss, impressive in return. This is from his own Twitter account. Yeah. Riddy Moe displays tremendous strength, power, physique, and record-setting return from Achilles' rupture. I assume the cover of every news outlet around the globe will read something like this. Hashtag Like Riddick the constituent Regiment. parts, I think, are kind of funny. And I, Like I said, I chuckled a little bit. It's so bad. It's really bad. It is really bad. It's not going to work on main. Like, this has a ceiling no, of, no, no. of like, nothing. This is the same level as Kona gimmick. Oh, yeah. Um... My favorite bit was actually on commentary because he gets out this thing. It was like a massage. Yeah, some sort of massage. Massager. Yeah, yeah. And Morrow says, "Oh, he's got some sort of hair dryer, dryer hair dryer." Yeah. And he said, and then he turned to uh, to per- Percy, Percy and says, "Percy, you're 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 known to be in the gym quite a bit. What what was that? I don't know nothing about a hair dryer." Because he <laughs> shaves his head. <laughs> He, so he wasn't trying to explain what it was. Even he know, didn't know what it funny. was. That's pretty funny. I don't know nothing about a hair dryer. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Oh, that was good. 
yeah, this was hilarious. This was very, it was very silly. And the awesome thing is Riddick Moss lost. I know, that's the best part of it. His big return at this overdone gimmick where he's got a bunch of, he's got like a water bottle. He's got three props. Yeah. He had the uh, the, the resistance bands get warmed up. He looked great. He no, was it looks fantastic. He's like yapping the whole time. And some of that was good. Yeah, no, it was, it was like you said, it was kind of Kona Reeves-ish. Yeah, except I liked when he was giving it to the ref saying, uh, You need to be faster. That's like me, like me, yeah. That's the regimen. Yeah, the like regimen. there's potential there for it to be interesting. Sure, I think if they don't take it quite a, like if he did come out with all the props and stuff, um, he's like carrot top out there. Yeah, I know. You know what he needs to do is walk to the to the ring, check his pulse, speed walk. All, yeah, all that speed kind walk. of stuff. Yeah, no, I agree. I like the water bottle. He doesn't have to show off the logo on it to make sure he's well hydrated beforehand. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a little too on the nose. Make it a little more subtle. Well, here's the thing, though. I think that with it, well, I don't know where it's going to go. I have no idea what they're going to tweak. I, I have no idea if it's going to be over. I don't know. But if you're going to do it, just be as stupid as possible. And that's what they did. So I kind of I kind of think that if they had gone a little. Like, I kind of feel like it could have been stupider. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe this is dialed down. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I just I thought the props. I thought if if you're gonna you know do this, needs. might as well be stupid with it. Huh? He needs a DVD. Yeah, that'd be good too. Everybody has like yeah, like DDP yoga and all that stuff. Yeah, he needs that. He needs like a workout. Yeah, he needs nap. Start a YouTube channel. Exactly, something yeah. like that. Or just actual like, workout yeah, videos on with it. workout videos. Yeah, but make them like over the top and stupid. Mm-hmm. And then it would work. That's what he needs to do. Like a like a Scott Steiner workout. Video. Yeah, boy, nothing beats that. Yeah. Ashley, oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, Raul, Raul Mendoza actually dominated most of the match and picked up the win. Yes, he did. I thought it would be one of the situations where, where Raul uh, dominated the match only to have uh, Riddick Moss use the Riddick regimen to get a cheap victory, but no. He took that L. Yeah, he took the loss. Raul Mendoza. Thank God. crowd seemed happy. I was happy. Yeah, man. I don't like Raul Mendoza's jobber anymore. Give that task to the Kona Reeves. Uh-huh. I want to see Raul Mendoza do good and get to 205 yeah, Live. Yeah, he's so smooth. Where he can reunite with Dale Gas, Dale Gas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Humberto Carillo. So uh, Mendoza ended up winning after a springboard corkscrew splash. It was beautiful. Yep. He seemed just about surprised anybody that he won that match. Jimmy Thomas and Discord, which you can get access to for $1 on the Patreon, asks, are you on the Riddick Regimen or on Bullfit? Bullfit never proved any results. Mm-hmm. I think he was still and still is uh, obese. So I would say if I had to do anything, it'd be the Riddick Regimen. Yeah. Although he did take the L against Mendoza. Yeah, let's see, let's see if, if the Riddick Regimen is one thing to get yourself jacked and in shape, but that's got to bear fruit at some point. Yeah. And if he's jacked and in the ring but still taking L's, mm-hmm. apparently the regimen is not working. Yeah. yeah. Uh, main event, fantastic match between Matt Riddle and Adam Cole. This is really like a takeover level match. Takeover level uh, matchup for sure. This yeah, it totally was. It absolutely was. And it had it had what they call big fight feel. Mm-hmm. It did. There's a couple like crazy spots where that bit where uh, Riddle was going for the bro to sleep, and then pops Cole up, and Cole somehow reverse it to hit that backstabber. Uh-huh. Man, that was crazy. Yeah, that was really crazy. You know what I'm talking about. Wait, which part? So Riddle has him up, fireman's carry, going for the bro to sleep. Mm-hmm. So he kind of pops him up. And then midair, Cole. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like rotates. Yeah, backstabber. That was nuts. Yeah, no, that was cool. Uh, Sorry, I was reading somebody. I was reading chat. All right, 
Adam Cole heats two perfect plexes. Riddle goes for a third. He reverses it into the original OG last shot. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then hits last shot 2.0. Of course, Riddle kicks out. Riddle uses one of his patented combos, bro to sleep, powerbomb, knee, and Adam Cole rolls out of the ring. And this is when Roderick Strong comes down to ringside. And he's, you know, like tending to Adam Cole while he's ringside. Mm-hmm. Riddle gets on the apron, hits him with a penalty kick. Mm-hmm. Um, while this is all happening, Adam Cole gets back in the ring. Uh, Matt Riddle flips over the ropes, eats a super kick from Adam Cole. The ref, meanwhile, is, is trying to tell Roderick, get the heck out of here. Roderick then grabs the ref, puts him in there. Yeah. You know, in with perfect timing, by the way. Yeah. Um, and makes the cover. Riddle kicks out at two and then transitions right into a bro mission. Adam Cole taps. So Roderick Strong actually, I mean, there, he didn't do anything wrong. Not necessarily. There is no. nothing. There is nothing there that was actually a detriment to Adam Cole. He didn't see it that way. Starts yelling at Roderick Strong mm-hmm. because he said he when he was up the ramp, he was saying, "I won that five way by myself. I don't need him." And he has a good point. Why are you rolling with a posse in the first place? Then? Mm-hmm. Because you did. You won that five-way on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe communicate better, Adam Cole. Yeah. I feel like Adam Cole's in the wrong. Hey, game. Adam Cole, make it clear to your friends, you got this. Yeah. That you're going to win or lose by yourself. Yeah. That being said, if he goes back and watches the tape. However, things were heated. They go up the ramp. They're still arguing. Uh, and then in a dot com exclusive, which we'll probably see on NXT TV next, next week, week. Yes, uh, a, a profanity beeped out. Yeah, I, like, I like they let him cuss tirade. Me too. And they didn't like beep over everything. You could tell they were legitimately cursing at each other. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, uh, they were in the the back area outside, and uh, essentially Roderick Strong took off his armband. Not essentially, he took off he his took, armband. Yeah, he did, and he said here. And Adam Cole's like, maybe you don't deserve this. He's mad. Bobby Fish and, and, and Kyle O'Reilly. They're trying to make peace. Trying to make peace. He's like, come on, you need it, Bobby Fish. So you got to think about this first. You know, so Roderick Strong storms off. Uh, I do. I think that they'll probably, again, I don't even remember. I know I read the spoilers. I forget what happened. Uh, I imagine they'll probably go down the route of this is, this is going to keep on getting worse. And then at Bridgeport, Adam Cole, the big swerve will happen. He has the title. They're all happy. Mm-hmm. Good things. Good things I going hope so. on. I yeah. hope so. Uh, let's talk about NXT UK. Another uh, this one episode was pretty fun. Um, yes, it especially was. that Pete Dunne training montage. Man, yeah. Um, show opens with Sid Scala announcing uh, a fatal four way number of contender match is going to happen in four weeks' time. So he was announcing this, but they assured us that Johnny Saint was the person who uh, who chose the eight men who would be fighting in qualifying matches mm-hmm. to get into this fatal four-way. And those qualifying matches started this week. So Johnny Saint, very hard at work. Very, He's knee-deep in he's this. He's actual stuff. general manager. Sid Scala is just kind of essentially the <laughs> spokesperson. Exactly. That's why Johnny Saint himself didn't say anything. Exactly. Not because he can't remember his lines or the names of any of the competitors. Yes. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, first match was Mustache Mountain taking on The Hunt. So I'm assuming that they've decided that Mustache Mountain are just a tag team again? Yeah, there was that bit where Trent Seven was like, I'm going to focus on being a singles wrestler that lasted about a week and a half. I wonder if they realize, oh, we, we all the tag teams, we sort of dissolved. And uh, we kind of need somebody to take those titles back off of uh, Gibson mm-hmm. and Drake. And how about the hunt? Like they were getting some TV vignettes and two weeks after they debuted for real as a team, they're, they're taking an L. Granted, it's Mustache Mountain. They're the most over tag team in the whole, the whole prom- promotion, but still. Yeah. It's a huge L for the hunt. I mean, who else really do they have? Like the other job squad, Flash Morgan Webster, he had a singles match. He lost. While you bring him up, let me ask you something. Okay. Did you notice what he had in the back of his jacket? Oh, crap. What did it say? I didn't know. Flash will tear you apart. That's a Joy Division song. They're not mod. No. <laughs> They're a new What wave. is up with that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. That's hilarious. <laughs> if, you're in, if you trust in mod, Flash, keep your references strictly to mod. I mean, what? That's are- like the most egregious breaking of kayfabe I, I, I've seen in a long time. That one really got me. Yeah, man. I was really upset about that. You know, like I'm sure I'm sure there's some some who lyric or something that would would be appropriate. You're kind of I mean, look, I'm sure the mod, you know, music scene won't get flashed again. No, (laughs) (laughs) I'll get flashed again. Hold on a second. Mod bands, because obviously it's the who. Yeah. But then I don't really who more. Yeah, more so. I don't really recognize any of these other bands, dude. Oh, the names. I mean, I'm sure you will. You're a bit more tuned in. Oh, the, the Kinks. Kinks. Yeah, the Jam. Yeah. Okay. The Small Faces. It must be early Yardbirds or something they're saying. Is mod. Paul Weller. The yeah, Chords. The name. The oh, I know Redis. the Creation. Creation's a good band. Secret Affair. The Purple Hearts. I know the Spencer Davis group. I know the Spencer Davis group. Georgie Fame. The Easy Beats. Oasis. Okay, well then you're not. That's not even. Then who knows? Like Oasis isn't a freaking mod band. You're the specials. The sp- yeah. I don't like that list to be trusted. James Taylor Quartet. It might be a different James Taylor. Manfred Mann. I've heard it. I know them. Yeah, I don't know if these are legit mod bands, man. But yeah, no, I agree. That's that's weird. They had Joy Division on there, and kind of infuriating. To be honest with you, I really I like Joy Division. Yeah, that one that was a huge disappointment. Yeah, that's a huge disappointment. Mm-hmm. That really bummed me out. It's I mean it's a bad gimmick in the first place, but then you you run out of ideas. I mean that's the issue. You <laughs> ran out of ideas. He's like, well, I can't think of any who lyric that will fit for this. So I like Joy Division. So I'm just going to use the title of a Joy Division song. Yeah. But it's not fitting with your gimmick, man. Anyways, what was next? Um, after, oh yeah, Mustache Mountain picked up the win. It was a really good match, though. Uh, yeah, no, it was. It they was. hit their uh, clothesline dragon suplex combo. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, to get the win. Yeah, they are supremely over. I, I assume that's going to be the match of the next uh, takeover. Yeah, I would think UK. so. It's going to be a good one. Oh, there too. we go. See? Who had a song called Long Live Rock? Long Live Flash. There you go. Long Live Flash. There you go. I can probably think of... Uh, let me ask you. Okay, let me ask you. Let me broach this subject then. All right. Do you think Flash Morgan Webster is actually a fan of mod music? I'd be surprised. Do you think he... Re- maybe, may- maybe he kind of was... And then he's like, watched, on, yeah. he watched 24 hour party people and like a whole wealth of music history opened up to him in the yeah. Manchester music yeah, I mean, scene. He, he wanted to, he wanted to change his character, his character, wrestling character, someone from that era. He wants to be Tony Wilson now. Yeah. <laughs> Where he come out like Ian Curtis and start dancing like this. <laughs> right. However, there you go. Instead of I'm free, I'm flash. Done. I'm flash. There you go. Well, that's kind of blue, red and flash. So sad about flash. The real flash. The real flash. <laughs> the flash is all right. The flash is all right. Yeah. <laughs> Pinball flash. Okay. All right. Anyways. Uh, after that, we had Kenny Williams and Evidence Amir flash. Jordan walk into the trainer's room because Amir Jordan had some problem with his arm. He apparently was injured somehow. Yeah. That's That's got to be a shoot, right? I mean, they wouldn't have just changed up that match. They're not saving Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams to be. Well, somewhere. they're in Scotland. Kenny Williams is from Scotland. You know who else is from Scotland? The supernova guy. Noam Dart. Noam Dart. So wait, is this, did they do this? Did they do a fake injury angle just to put Noam Dart in this match? Uh Uh-huh. You think so? Yeah. All right. Do you know that for sure? Like, if you read Spider-Man? No, I read anything. That's just my my guess. I mean, it's not like Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams are like the tightest tag team. They're like bickering the entire time. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So. Is this going to be the new tag team then? Kenny Williams and Noam Dar? Oh, I'd be surprised. Or is it just for the tapings in wherever they are? Yeah, I think it's just for the tapings in Glasgow. Glasgow. <coughs> uh, so anyways, uh, after that, uh, Joe Coffey versus Flash Morgan Webster. Yeah, I'm looking at the Joy Division fan. Quadrophenia track listing. There's like three other things that he should have used just yeah. from track listing for that. Well, then he's just a Quadrophenia guy. Well, that's, I think that's, he's that's, having, that's the, that's he's the, that's having who, a crisis of identity. That's the Who album about 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 the mod era, though. What better way to explain his losing streak hey, than to give him a crisis of identity? He can't explain. That's a Who song. Okay, yeah. I've never been a Who guy. I've never been a huge Who guy, but some of the early stuff's all right. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I like that. That was an actual note of yours. Why does Flash have a joy of it? That really bothered me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He lost. Well, of course he was going to lose to Joe Coffey. You know Coffey. why? Because he's not Gallus. That's why. Joe Coffey's great. He is great. Also, he's again, fantastic. he's from Scotland. They're in Scotland. You knew he was getting that W. Oh, yeah, man. My, uh, I also have, I always, I also love Wolfgang being the guy. Who, yeah, he's the hothead. That's well, funny. Here, here's the thing, though. He gets, like, the smallest amount of hothead and they start pulling him back, like know, he's pretty funny. Like he's gonna, he's gonna like he start, go, go full Hulk and look, start tearing man, the ring apart. He's calling out the guy that he's going after. He's calling mm-hmm. it. So after the win, Joe Coffey wins with a discus lariat, which I love his discus his lariat because who has a discus lariat as a finisher? It's great. Um, and that, by the way, was a fun match. Say what you will about Crisis of Identity, Joy Division lover Flash Morgan Webster. He, I really enjoy watching him wrestle. Yeah. He's, he's 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 getting bulked up a little bit too, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit he's, for him. Yeah, yeah. He's got a lot more. De- he's got more definition in, on his pectorals. Yeah, a little bit. He's getting some traps. Just because last time it was like there was nothing there. Yeah, going it was on. like it was like me getting in the ring, but he's getting some mus- muscular. He's really fun to watch yeah, in the is. ring, he's though. Fun. He's he fun. is. Yeah, a little more consistency with the gimmick. I'd appreciate. At least he ditched the helmet. Agreed. And the parka. Agreed on all that. That just seems like too much. Agreed. Uh, 
do enjoy watching him in the ring. I really mm-hmm. love watching Joe Coffee in the ring. Uh, and he and he blasts him with that lariat. Mm-hmm. Joe Coffey wins. The rest of Gallus, Mark Coffey, Wolfgang come down. They drop a promo. Crowd's really eating it up because they're all Gallus there. Yeah. You, you know, this is our kingdom. Uh, we're all Gallus. We're all having a good time. Wolfgang gets on the mic, and he starts just, like, losing it, calling out uh, Dave Mastiff, and the other guys have to hold him back because he's just screaming bloody murder into mm-hmm. the, uh, the camera mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. He says, all right, calm down. Feel bad for Wolfgang. Let him say his piece. Yeah, man. Tell him to calm down. A a very passionate. You want that passion. You do. You do. So anyways, uh, yeah. And then uh, he reminds me. He's like, hey, I need to remind you guys. We need to, you know, keep our eyes on the prize, this eight-man qualifying thing. Which uh, begs the question, two questions. Number one, uh, why is Joe Coffey making it all about him? Number two, are the other two, do they both have, I'm assuming yeah, Wolfgang, that Wolfgang's Wolfgang got and a Mastiff match okay. is a qualifying match. Okay, yeah. that's going to happen. What about the other guy? What about Mark? I don't, I don't believe Mark. What happens if all four guys, or I'm sorry, all three, three guys, four, yeah. end up at Gallus? They announced that Jordan Devlin was taking on Laguero next week. Uh, I think another qualifying match. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I don't know anything about spoilers. Just going to take a guess. Yeah. Jordan Devlin wins that. I'm pretty sure he's going to win that one. Yeah. Uh, Mastiff versus Wolfgang. They seem to really like Mastiff. I'm guessing Mastiff's going to win that one. Yeah. Yeah. Do we know who the other ones are? No. Mastiff, Devlin, uh, Joe, Joe Coffee. And there's one other spot. I don't know. They announced, they didn't say what the other qualifying matches. Is Joe Connors finally going to get a win? <laughs> no Joe Connors? No. Maybe he'll, well, he can't fight Laguero again. No. Yeah. Well, at least not for a qualifying match. I wonder who it's going to be. Um, after that match, we had a Pete Dunn training montage. It's oh. not, it doesn't matter. He's going to lose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter what he's going to do. Totally. Totally yeah. going to lose. And train all he wants. Totally going to lose. Totally going to lose. It's a good training montage, though. Yeah, it was good. Solid training montage. <clears throat> totally going to lose. Uh, Nina Samuels versus the debuting Casey Owens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nina Samuels, of course, uh, Hollywood wannabe. Basically, or or just theater actor. Oh yeah, it could be theater actor or a BBC TV pilot. Yeah, want a person want to be get want to get that. Like and apparently anybody can get a, like a BBC pilot over there. Oh really? Yeah. Like Ricky Gervais was like a music manager guy, and then he ended up with a BBC pilot. Oh, that's interesting. Like anybody. Just, I mean, because it's all publicly funded, so if yeah. you have a good enough pitch, they're like, sure, we'll we'll t- send. They you. try everything over there. We'll give you a hundred thousand pounds mm-hmm. to make a pilot. I don't even know they give that much money. It's no, like, I just threw a number out. Here's like a couple thousand pounds. Yeah, maybe. I mean, all the scenery there in the UK is beautiful, so it's not like they need to like erect sets or anything. Yeah, like you can honestly, you can have like. A thousand pounds and have like an immaculate looking period drama. Yeah. Because of all the freaking castles. Around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. You just get your permits. Probably don't even have permits. Like, oh, you want to film here? Come on, film here. It's okay if you wreck this castle with all your equipment. We got 50 others. We got 50 others within, within know, a mile radius. Here, exactly. So. We lose one. Not a huge deal. Not a big deal. Happens all the time. Uh, what happened after that? Just can't film at Stonehenge. Yeah. Uh, oh, Nina, Nina Samuels, Samuels won. the win with uh, Ushi Garoshi, uh, Nina Garoshi. Nina Garoshi. Um, and then uh, she did an interview afterwards mm-hmm. where she said she wants the lead role. I always get confused by that kind of stuff, kind of like I get confused with Ginny. Uh, she's supposed to be a fashionista, right? Mm-hmm. What does that have to do with wrestling? Nothing. Yeah. 
So what is her goal in life to become like a, like a person who to draws the world? What? How are you going to do Well, Nina that? Samuels makes sense because there have been several wrestlers who use wrestling as a springboard for Hollywood stardom. That's a good point. So that one makes all the sense in the world. Maybe, maybe Ginny uh, is having a hard time breaking through in the world of high fashion. So she takes her fashion ideas into the wrestling ring because that's the only spotlight she could find for herself. Yeah, it could be. But, I, you know, she can have like a, a runway show or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, it'll be a ramp show, huh? Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, well, they do more stuff like that. There seems to be a lot of character stuff they can do with Ginny they're not really taking advantage of. Yeah, I know. In fact, I don't yeah. really feel like they're taking advantage of Ginny at all. They're not. They're not. Because she's really good. No. Yeah, there was one. Yeah, there was one. Well, hold on a second. There was what? one. <clears throat> yeah. There's so like taking a, advantage a, of Ginny's a lot of stuff. I, I mean, say. they they kind of don't. I mean, their their women's division has so much talent in it. I know. Uh, yeah, it's of really which, deep. Afterwards, we had a Dave Mastiff interview. Oh, a press conference. I'm sorry, a press conference. Did you notice the one dude had the Zoom? He has our Zoom. It's in the but other room. There's an XLR plugged into the Zoom, which you don't need to do that because there's a microphone at the very top of it. Where was he holding? The, was he holding the microphone? Uh. Uh-uh. There was just an XLR plugged into the you bottom. Got that right. Going to where? No, nowhere. <laughs> was it like a wire coming off screen? Uh-huh. Hmm. It was recording, though. Yeah, I know. I noticed that because it flashes when it's not recording and mm-hmm. then you hit record. Mm-hmm. Well. The stereo mics are at the very top. Maybe he wanted to get an interview with Dave Mastiff's shoes, man. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> it could, could be. be. Any, in any event, he, he, he went to the ambient room tone while he was doing the interview. He talks crap about Wolfgang, of yeah. course, and Gallus in general. And then uh, as he says, all right, is that it, boys? They start to pack up and leave. And then uh, uh, G- G- Kaylee Ray comes into the shot. And she's like, no, 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 no. Keep on rolling. Keep rolling. And then she calls out. I forget. Probably is not Tony. No, not Tony Storm. Was it Tony Storm? Call it Tony Storm. Call Tony Storm. No, she talked some trash. Nina Samuels called out Tony Storm, and then Kaylee Ray called out Nina Samuels. Yes. So that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Uh, Uh, The main event segment saw grizzled young veterans come to the ring. They were supposed to be taking on Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. However, mm -hmm. Zach Gibson grabs the mic and says Amir Jordan is injured. There will be no tag match tonight, so everybody can go home. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And then Kenny Williams comes out with the mic, says, "Yeah." Amir Jordan is hurt, but there will be a title match tonight. Here's my partner, and it's Noam Dar. Mm-hmm. People go crazy because, yeah. as you mentioned before, the Scottish supernova. Uh, that's, Scottish. That, that's not just a. That's not just a. Uh, that's just not a gimmick. <laughs> he really is from Scotland. Yeah, when he talks, you can tell because he has an accent that sounds convincingly like it's Scottish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is a really good match. It's a really good tag match. Kenny Williams' ring gear was amazing. Yeah, it looks great. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think he actually, I don't know if the real, like the Back to the Future Nikes, because the, the, the colorway wasn't right, but they were super high top. They looked like him, so I don't know if he got some kind of uh, replicas made or something, mm. but they matched his ring gear. On those salaries, you're not getting any replicas made. I guarantee you the replica is cheaper than the original. The national Because they, re- they released like a limited number of they're called Air Mags because mm-hmm. they're the self-lacing shoes from Back yeah. to the Future 2. And they go for like $15,000. Yowza. They're super expensive. Wow. Do they, do they offer replicas then? Or are you saying that he... No, he probably just had, maybe got some got some made. Mm. It's wow. be cheaper than fifteen grand. Here, I can check how much they're going for. My goodness gracious. Uh, in any event, 
losing effort, but it was a really fun match. It was a ton of fun. Gibson and Drake. Oh, we got, and of course, this made me very happy. We got a Gibson promo beforehand. Oh, yeah. He said, he said, Amia Jordan is hurt. So everybody, put your shoes back on and head home. Yeah. (laughs) That was great. Oh, man. Yeah, it was a fun match, though. He didn't even have any of those Back to the Future shoes anywhere. I don't know if they do. Drake got the pin on Kenny Williams. Mm-hmm. After a 450. Yeah. It was a really fun match, though. It was really awesome. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it quite a bit. After that, we had 205 Live. It opened up with a Mike Kanellis and Maria Kanellis promo. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah, see, $10,000. She had just mentioned that, uh, yeah. She had mentioned that, uh, what is, so that they have one with like a, is that the same one right there? This is the 2016 version. Oh, okay. That's $24,000. Oh my God, $24,000? They got light up and they got Does the, it come with a real lacing? hoverboard? No, it's auto lacing, man. Remember when people thought the hoverboard thing was like real? Yeah, that's not real at all. Anyways, come on, put that down. Sorry. Mike and Marie Canales, promo. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, yeah good stuff. Uh, after that, we had uh, Brian Kendrick and Akira Tozawa promo. Kendrick did most of the talking. Uh, and then uh, we got started off with Arya Davari versus Noam Dar. Tony Nese came down on commentary. I told you this during, during the show. He really needs to like walk around town with the title a little bit because he, it looks like he's literally concentrating on just carrying the title. Carrying it on his shoulder. Like people were like holding their hands out to like, you know, give him a high five or whatever. And as he was walking, it was like he didn't know how to do that without... He couldn't do one thing and the other at the same time. Mm-hmm. He needs to get used to being champion. Maybe it's the material the belt's made of, because most of the other ones got leather straps on them, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like it's a plastic yeah, toy. It's like plastic. Maybe it's slippery. Yeah, it could be. So it's, it's hard to stay on the stiff, shoulder. Just stiff. It looks stiff, too. Yeah. He needs to, like, bend it up a bunch. He's going to beat it up. Yeah. Around. Do what Naito did. Yep. Yeah. Just to kind of break it in a little bit. Yeah. Hey, this is a decent match. Uh, Arya Davari kept on getting distracted to go talk trash to Tony Nese ringside didn't end up costing them the match though because he won after a frog splash and a hammerlock lariat mm-hmm. uh, after the the match Ari Davari is celebrating and so uh, prior but prior to this there was a, a brief bit backstage from like earlier in the day when mm-hmm. Davari came up to Nice and was like hey last week during your match I could have interfered and I didn't yeah, but yeah. I just know I could have yeah yeah so that set up sort of the end of this match yeah, yeah where Nice kind of sneaks into the ring and standing behind uh, Ari Davari Davari turns around and Startled, yeah. And Tony says, "I didn't do anything, but I could have. I could have. I could have done something." Uh, next, Oni Lorkin promo. He's totally face Oni in two hundred five now. Yeah, he was a brief heel to take on Cedric Alexander, but now he is completely face. Yeah, that's kind of funny. They like they briefly flirted flirted with him being kind of a nut job. Yeah, he was mad about Cedric knocking his jacket off the table. Yeah, he was kind of a weirdo. Was his gimmick, mm-hmm. and now he is just happy to be there, and he's proud, and he's going to make everybody. Uh, understand that he is good or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, next, the Singh brothers took on David Kaufman and Kevin Lee. Hot new tag action. Totally. David Kaufman and Kevin Lee. Singh brothers are hilarious. Man, they came down dancing. Oh, grinding they, hips. They've been added to the 205 Live, and it's all dancing with them. Yeah. Like all their little shots to the intro. This yeah. is what? Is them dancing. Yeah. I love it. It's oh, great. Just them in the ring grinding hips. Oh, man. It's awesome. It's really great. It's, it's great. They're having a lot of fun. Uh, and unfortunately for David Kaufman and Kevin Lee, it was not their day. The Singh brothers 
much needed, much uh, uh, victory for them. Much victory for them. Much needed much victory. victory. Yeah. Much, much victory. And they for cut them. a promo afterwards and they challenged the Lucha House Party to a rematch. Was it last week? They lost to him. They want to get their W back. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to happen. I don't know. I hope so. Me too. Um, I, I don't know what, what, like, what kind of ceiling they have on 205 if they're not going to do tag teams. They should really bring back tag teams. Too. Remember that time when they flirted with tag teams? They need to do that again. Mm-hmm. 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 I agree. Mike, Maria, Mike and Marie are backstage, and uh, uh, Drake Maverick is like, uh, hey, good luck with your match. No DQ. Should be good. And they and say then, thanks for ba- uh, barring Brian Kendrick from ringside. And he says, no problem. They start to leave, and Drake says, whoa. Maria, wh- where are you going? Where, where are you going? And she says, Mike has a match. I'm going ringside. And he says, no, you know, uh-uh. nope. You're banned also banned from ringside. After that, we had a Jack Gallagher interview. Of course, next week, I believe they're going to be in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, uh, he was talking about that. Umberto Carrillo comes up. Dale gas. And he says, uh, he's going to beat him in London from yeah. his own people. Yeah. He and they shake like, hands. Yeah. It's all very cordial. Yeah. It's good stuff. Okay. Uh, finally main event. Kira Tozawa versus Mike Kanellis, no DQ. Um, early on, you knew it was going to be good because uh, Tozawa had Kanellis in the octopus stretch right at the foot of the ramp. Kanellis reversed it and just side-slammed him right at the foot of the ramp where it's corrugated metal. It makes that Ow. bumped steel sound. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was rough. Stuff. It was a rough match. <laughs> uh, at one point, Akira Tozawa goes for a suicide dive. Mike Kanellis counters it with a super kick. That was awesome. They kind of played musical chairs for a little bit, kind of. Uh, Mike set up a couple chairs in the middle of the ring and they were kind of jockeying for position to get off a suplex onto them. Eventually Akira Tozawa won this particular game of musical chairs. Oh man. It, it would look, I, those spots always look like they hurt I like know. hell too. I know. Cause you never know how the if the chair is going to give, if it's not. Yeah, I know. Uh, so Mike ended up going through the chairs. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Akira put a garbage can atop Mike hit a suicide dive on it and the replay was was funny because it looked like he just dove headfirst into a garbage can that's what he did it was awesome it was great uh, eventually though the garbage can gets brought back in the ring Mike slams Akira on top of it crushing it single use garbage can confirm yeah correct um, earlier on uh, Canelo set up a couple tables at ringside um, Tazawa puts Mike on top of the tables goes to the top rope for a senton that's how he beat Brian Kendrick and they're no DQ match mm-hmm. Um, Canellis rolls off uh, and then he puts Akira on the table goes to the top Tozawa goes up meets him there tries for a superplex Mike blocks it uh, puts Akira on his shoulders in fireman carry position but then Tozawa counters that with a Frankensteiner he off the top from rope fi- from, from being in a fireman's carry to a Frankensteiner top all the way down through the tables mm-hmm. man that was rough holy crap and then uh, Akira rolls Canellis back in the ring, tosses a bunch of chairs on top of him, hits his top rope senton for the win. Yeah, and then onto both the chair, yeah. Maria and the Brian Kendrick run down the ring. Maria to help her husband uh, get out of the ring, and then uh, Kendrick to come celebrate with Tazawa. So we're big fans of Mike Canellis. Where, do, where does him and Maria, where do they go from here? I don't know. Me neither. It's, it's one of the better stories actually being told in mm-hmm. WWE right now. Yep. He said he's, they're actually making... For lack of a better term, a jobber really interesting because he doesn't win. He doesn't win at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's got one of the more interesting stories going Sorry, on. It's been 45 minutes, but some, some people are saying that your 
Mike might be a bit loose. Oh, sorry. Might be issues with your audio. Sorry. So that sucks. <clears throat> uh, maybe I'll work now. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. The last 15 minutes of the quality <laughs> audio. <laughs> last 10 minutes of the show, yeah. Whoops. It's funny. I don't notice anybody in stream chat here mentioning anything. So I thought I noticed like some kind of vague reference to it like earlier on, but I didn't, uh, I didn't really get that it was a whole problem. Okay. Maybe it's me doing this with the pen. Oh, yeah, maybe. Anyways, hopefully it's just that. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, let's open the floor to questions yeah. now. I have a thread up here on the Patreon. Uh, Quoth the Raven, thank you. Bobby J. Henry, thank you, thank you. Uh, nonstop player asks, waffles or pancakes? Waffles. All things being equal, waffles. Here's the thing. I feel like pancakes are probably harder to mess up. So I've had a bad waffle in my day. But even the bad pancake is edible, you know? Ooh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Because then you yeah, just yeah. dump enough syrup on it and it's okay. But a bad waffle, I feel like. Can I just say French toast? I'm just going to say French right, toast instead. Right. That's my top. For me, it goes French toast. Probably. But here's the thing. I don't make. I know you make pancakes a lot. Yeah. Two, I don't. Times a week. I don't make pancakes. I if I'm gonna have a pancake, I'm gonna go to Denny's. I'm gonna get a grand slam. I just get some of those Kodiak cakes and make that because they're high protein. If I'm gonna have a pancake, I'm gonna go to Denny's. I mean, mainly the waffles I get are just gonna be Eggos. You know, I don't really. I I like like the proper Belgian waffles. I think they're awesome. But that's kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, in that case, I'd probably go with a pancake. I think biscuits and gravy might top my list though. Oh, man. Fresh biscuit, sausage gravy, some eggs, and a couple sausage patties on there. Yeah. That's oh, all right. man. That's all right. Uh, Andy Jocelyn, going in raw math for peach cobbler. I mean, it's high. I don't know if it's top dessert, but it's up there. I like me a good peach cobbler. Uh, Yeah, no, me too. I'm still confused why the why the ladies weren't into the peach cobbler. It took a to it smelling like peach cobbler. You know, I mean, I'm not, I, I, I don't even know last time I had peach cobbler, but I know that it's good. Oh, it's delicious. You know, I mean, I, I'm partial to apple pie. I'm partial to a couple different pies, to be honest with you. But. I, I, I just toss it out there. Peach cobbler is uh, a solid seven plus, maybe a low eight for dessert. At least a seven plus. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jay Sean Lawrence, power rank NXT UK superstars to make it into WWE 2K20. Do you think they're going to have the entire roster there? All of NXT? NXT UK. Oh. Well, hopefully Trent Seven will make it in this year. They pride themselves, yeah, at least. They pride themselves on the biggest roster ever. Every year. Every year. So you got to have, for sure, Pete Dunn will be in there. You got to think. All of British Strong Style. All of British there. Strong Style has to be there. I think Gibson and Drake are probably going to yeah, be in there. Yeah, yeah, put them in there. I don't know about Walter. Tony Storm will be in there. I don't know about Walter. Don't know. It might be too late in the development cycle to add Walter. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, he's, unless they're going to do some sort of, like, he, Walter is the closest roster member in the WWE to Rawgate Mutant. Yeah. And I feel like they need to break the mold with him, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. just you can't just do a normal Walter. You have to bring him in. I'd scan say him. there's probably between six to ten uh, NXT UK roster members who will be on the next game. Yeah, 
Uh, Quoth Raven 79 guys been battling anxiety and depression. Finally going back to work after two months. Thank you for the laughs and putting up with my tactless comments. Well, I hope, uh, hope things are getting better for you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is not a bad idea. Wolfpack for life. Could you do a retro review of an episode from the beginning of the current NXT product or the first takeover? Like a rando NXT episode would be fun to do. And also very we quick. Did we did a rev- uh, we did a rival. We did take over rival. Yeah. It was the the fatal four between the four, four horsewomen. Women, yeah. Quote the Raven seventy nine, too much wrestling in this NXT needs more wild card. Man, I agree. Well, everything needs more wild no, card. No more wild card, please. It's undisputed. Uh Tress thirty asks asks, What can we do to make sure Undisputed Era never gets called up to main roster? They're just so great and their name should never pass crazy old Vince's mouth. I think that I don't know how or why or what the reasoning is. I just get the feeling that every like they're they're good there. Vince seems to be good with them there. Like there's no rush to call them up. They're a big deal in NXT. Mm-hmm. It should stay that way. Yeah. I mean, you add the NXT championship to Adam Cole. Baby. That's another at least six months that we're you good. You would hope so. That we're good. You would hope so. Uh quote Raven seventy nine says, uh, it Chapter 2 trailer just dropped. Time to float. Did you see It? Yeah, man. Wasn't into it. Didn't dig it. Although I did finish the Ted Bundy movie. Yeah. I changed my mind. It goes from watchable to pretty damn good. Oh, all right. Like, there, there's a final scene that is really, really well done. And uh, and, he, and I saw the the, the trial yeah. uh, yesterday. Uh, Malkovich is the judge. Oh, yeah. Um, It's good. Because the judge was very, like... No, I remember that. The 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 yeah. At the end of it, he was like almost praising Bundy. He was. He was like, "You you seem. It's too bad you went down this path because in another life, I would have liked to have seen you defend exactly. That's what he said. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's it's actually it's actually really good. That's you interesting. know, it's funny because it's like, well, you know, you think could this movie potentially, you know, with like for example, I'm just throwing the Oscars out there, and I think the Oscars are kind of a load of BS. It's all publicity, but oh yeah. Um, but you know that's the sort of the standard that you look at movies by sometimes. Like, oh, is it? Do you think it'd be? And you look at a movie like uh, Argo, which that could have easily been just a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like you never know these days. Mm-hmm. Zach Efron's really good in the movie, though. I'll have to check it out. The last then. scene is is pretty chilling. It's good stuff. Uh, Quoth Raven seventy nine says, "Hot potato with the woman's title didn't go well. Did they were hot potato with the NXT woman's title? I don't know if he considers hot potato with the Kyrie Sane having it for a cup of coffee. Maybe where Ember had it for a little bit. Ember Shana, had it for then a Shana cup of coffee. had it, and then Kyrie had it for a little bit. And then but here's Shana had here's it again. kind of the difference, though, is that Adam Cole is a is a pretty big deal, pretty big name, first North American champion, head of the Undisputed Era, most over thing in, in NXT. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gargano is a really really big deal, mm-hmm. so it'd be more akin, in my opinion, to NXT's version of like when the Attitude Era you totally, had some totally. hot potatoing there. Yeah. Yeah, most people didn't have most time. People didn't have that belt very long. I think you could tell a lot of good stories with Adam Cole in the NXT yes. Championship. Dom L. Steve, remember you are my number one guy. Uh, yeah, uh, Dylan Haggett. Which NXT 205 Live and NXT UK wrestlers will be in uh, WB 2K20? We already talked about NXT UK. Uh, NXT will like a good majority of the roster will be represented. I'm sure, like it was this year. Are we going to get uh, Tom Notch? Oh, we'll get right? Matt Riddle for sure. We'll get Matt Riddle. Uh, 205 Live. He might be too late for Umberto to get in. I'm just assuming because we're already in. Well, we're in May. They're still six months. 
Um, Tony Nice, Drew, Tazawa. I wouldn't be surprised if it's more or less just the same people they're in this year. Maybe Tony Larkin will get in. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. He'll probably get in. Maybe, maybe. Danny Birch will get oh, in. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Um, Austin Luff. Hey, friendos. Roddy leaving Undisputed Era is, a total swer- is totally a swerve. Yeah, it's got to be a swerve. It really has to And be. it makes me happy because I can't wait to see the moment where they're all like, mm-hmm. they've revealed it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mark out big time. Uh, Tiger Mask Tim Morris. Who is the least intimidating wrestler in WWE? He says for him, it's Flash Morgan Webster. That's a really good answer. Mark that's, Andrews. Oh, that's a great answer. That's a really, yeah, they're on the same tag team. Uh, MJ here says Umberto Carrillo. Mm-mm. Are you kidding me, man? His looks. He's tall, too. Yeah. Like, just his looks. And you might not be, like, physically intimidated, but it's like, man, somebody who's that good looking, it's hard to stand next to him. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to stand next to that? You look like a pile of trash. He's got to be, what, 6'2"? Probably. He's tall. Dale gas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Josh Little, uh, Unspewed Era should use the wild card rule to jump the New Day after Big E returns. Who should be the New Day's partner? So, hey, I had a really good idea for We Book Raw. All right. But I'll let it, I'll tell you after yeah, the Yeah, absolutely. Roll. So yeah. if it's Undisputed Era versus the New Day, New Day needs to add a fourth member. Who would it be? It'd be great if it was Kevin Owens. I know, right? They need to patch things up. Can't be that anymore. It's not going to be Lars Sullivan. Boy, I love Big E. He is the absolute best. Isn't he the absolute he best? He is the absolute oh best. Oh, my gosh. Man, love that guy. I can't get over how awesome he is. I know, right? Man. Marcus Harrison, well, friendos, have come full circle where my boss is eating healthier and he decided to microwave asparagus. Yes! Yes! Take that, Marcus Harrison. Got Take that. You, 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 you come into the office with your stupid broccoli and you put it in the microwave for the entire break room to have to smell about your fish. stinky lunch. You had fish in there, too. And fish. Oh, my God. You got swerved. Sorry to hear that, man. Oh, man. He swerved you. Yeah, you got swerved. Now you know what it's like. You got to start up in the game now. What's worse than broccoli, fish, or asparagus? Deviled eggs. Bring some deviled eggs in. Well, deviled eggs. Number one, I love deviled eggs. I like them, too, but they're in the the fridge for a couple days. Well, yeah, if you're trying to hide them in the fridge, that's a bad, that's a a swerve move. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all-out war. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Between Marcus and Boss. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oof. Um, heat forever. Yeah, there you go. MHJ <laughs> heat forever. MHJ is here. Hey, friendos, was at the Glasgow tapings. Gallus was super over until the dark match. Pretty sure Steve will love uh, Ilya Dragunov when he debuts next week. Cool. Uh, Tiger Mask Tim Morris again. Uh, some people ask us this sometimes, so I know some people want some clarification. Which is more of a value to you guys, a $5 Patreon membership or YouTube membership? I'm just going to say whatever is better for you is better for us, and we're going to leave it at that. That's what we care about. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, it's Patreon. But yeah. whatever is better for you is better for us. Yeah. Oh, quoth the raven. Mm. Nothing beats. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Not saying that one. Nope. No. Oh, no way. Uh, no. <laughs> Quote the Raven. You're not going to get us on that one. We, I feel legitimately bad about back when we... So he's he's throwing out a term that, uh, that if you Google that term, it's some horrific, horrific imagery. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's a trick we played back in the... Uh, it is. For the win we days. did it on 10 for the win. You know, we couldn't do that anymore. We can't do that. No. It's bad. 
uh, Josh Little going into raw math on chocolate chip cookies. Oh, oh, 10. Is there a plus 10? Is there a 10 plus? Oh, man. The pro, oh, man. I couldn't, I had to stop. I was so happy when last time I went to Sunrise Mall. Uh, the Mrs. Fields is gone. Oh, yeah. Because every time I would go there. You gotta go to the pretzel place then. I could. I got good pretzels there. I love the pretzel. Yeah, pretzel, that's the best pretzel place. Yeah, too. Pretzel, is it pretzel maker? It's pretzel maker. And yeah. you know what's you know what sucks is the is the NWO pretzel maker. What's that place called? Pretzel it's not time. I think pretzel maker was pretzel time. There's Wetzel's pretzels. Oh <laughs> garbage pretzels. That's what that should be called. Wow. It's terrible. It's awful. It's like you're chewing on a toe. It's disgusting. Pretzel maker is good because they just bathe it in butter. Oh, it's the best. I just sit there with a tub and just out in the out in the, you know, courtyard of the, the courtyard court area. area oh man are you kidding me yeah it's good stuff man. just dunk it in that nacho cheese that i guess oh, i don't even need that just put a little salt on it it's, it's heavenly jason dwyer uh do you like entrance music that is repetitive loop or an actual song with a hook and lyrics his favorite is metal lingus which is edge's theme on this day i kind of prefer it if it's actually a real song because the loop is effective for an entrance theme because you only need like 30 40 seconds which is generally what the loop is but then if you're at the gym you want to listen to the song and it's just you know the same the same you know 40 seconds that's in a loop and it's i don't know it gets kind of interesting i lose interest in it yeah i get no i get you on that one i get you on that one so if i had my druthers I'd, i would take the uh the the, the full-on song i mean obviously it depends on the song uh but yeah i'm i mean to me, like probably the best entrance song, song of all time is uh, uh, Cult's Personality. That's just a no, that killer was, song. That was just a song that was made no, into wrestling. No, I get it. Theme. I'm just no, saying, the best theme as is, a wrestling theme, the best pure amazing. wrestling theme is Kaze Nina Ray, and that's a real song because she wrote that from Minoru Suzuki. All right, that's great. Uh, Kunderwood, 008, you see the WB mockumentary of Greg Hamilton. We watched the part with Zelina Vega. Oh, I didn't know that was a part of a oh, larger I, thing. Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's amazing. That bit was awesome. Mm-hmm. When he's, it's just on, it's, I think it's on her Instagram too. Yeah, yeah. That's where we saw it. Yeah. And he's talking to her. He says, So wait, when you're in a singles match, she's like getting made up by makeup or whatever, hair people. And he's like asking her, When you uh, do a singles match, where do I bill you from? And she's like, Well, that's where I'm from. And he's like, Yeah, but you know, the Andrade thing. <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry. Am I supposed to be from Mexico just because I, I'm in business with the guy? And then she starts like getting mad to. Oh, big and it's time! Like, I'm from Queens. Can yeah. you tell where I'm from? Yeah. He's like, no, I can tell where you're from. This based on based on, on your, your attitude. attitude. And she's I'm about to kick it up like uh, like <laughs> five times. This. Oh, oh, that was, so was amazing. It was so good. That was great. That was really Put good. Put more of that stuff on TV. Yeah, I know. Quote the Raven 79, you said enough, friendos. Yeah, that's all we're going to say about it. Like, but the best stuff that they do isn't on TV, man. I know. I what know. is up with that? I know. <laughs> you know, but the Andrade thing. <laughs> what? I got to be from Mexico just because I'm in business with a guy? Oh, oh man. That is so good. Uh, let's see here. Cult of False Realities. Gave us many options for questions. Oh, wow. Uh, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Bum, 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 bum. Now I have Bianca Belair's theme stuck in my head. That's a That's really a good, good one, one, too. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> he says this. So apparently Scotland is where they boo what they should cheer and cheer what they should boo. 
I guess everywhere, all the people that are from Scotland that are not in Scotland, they're just, they're just, they're bad guys, <laughs> apparently. Uh, oh, Alex Martinez with a first time question. Is this the beginning of a Raul Mendoza oh, I push? Hope so. I hope so. And if so, what is his ceiling? I don't know what his ceiling is, man, but once you're on 205 Live, I feel like it, it, it increases your chances. You've got good chances there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Um, Jason the cabbie uh, says work has me missing the show so now I'm just catching up I wanted to address a few things Jason the cabbie he's he's a hall of famer here yes totally I'm I'm gonna give him the floor here he says about a week ago you guys were making up crazy Vince stories we were making them up and I thought of one Vince hates people that use creamy peanut butter because the preference for no extra chewing is a sign of weakness. <laughs> I could see that. That's good. He says, as far as Jimmy Havoc goes, if you want a solid example of how he can make other people shine, as well as why Primate is fantastic, watch the match that they had with War Machine for the tag titles in WCPW. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'll have to check that out. Cool. All right. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. Apologize if there was any audio issues. Yeah, we'll check here in a Hopefully, second. Hopefully, yeah, we'll, we'll check them out. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.